Coming up on Stone Nation. So this is really unparalleled anywhere else that I'm aware of. We have, Volta is very lucky to have some amazing partners, but we don't yet have anyone else who has stepped up in this way to be Mercedes-Benz sales, service, Storyteller Overland sales, service, rental, upgrades, mobile tech, and Volta stocking parts with master certified technicians. It's unparalleled so far. Before we begin this episode, first a word from our sponsors. Without these sponsors, Stonation wouldn't be able to give you the content that you love. So thank you for listening to them and thank you for supporting Stonation. At La Mesa RV, we love helping people discover new adventures in a Storyteller Overland. We offer the entire line of Storyteller Overland vans, classic, stealth, or beast. If you can't wait to get your hands on a Storyteller, give us a call at 800-496-8778 or check us out at LaMesaRV.com. We'll be glad to help get your name on a factory-fresh unit. With nine stores across the country, La Mesa RV is a proud Storyteller Overland dealer where we help you find the adventure in life. Hi, we're Freedom Van Gogh, van builders and upfitters located in Jacksonville, Florida. We specialize in helping our customers upgrade their adventure, whatever that means to them. Some people are looking for a full, semi-custom build-out, suited best for those looking for a stylish, comfortable adventure van, but has a more rugged application. Others are seeking to personalize their already awesome storyteller or revel with upgrades such as suspension, bumpers, lighting, tires, and cargo carriers, as well as other products that help make a van their own. Some are also DIY builders looking for help on the heavy lifting, such as windows, rooftop ACs, or electrical systems, and other projects they'd just rather hand over to professionals. Every van lifer is unique and are in need of different things that'll make their experience better. Our goal is to send our customers down the road happy and excited to go on their next adventure with the assurance that their van is better than when they brought it to us, regardless of the level of build we have to do. This is Kale from Kermavans coming to you from Eagle, Colorado, right next to the Vale Airport. We are off I-70, and we are a company that designs and develops parts for sprinters. Our main focus is tuning and high-altitude tuning. We also combine it with turbo upgrades, boost hose upgrades, and we have one of the biggest brake kits on the market. We also work with other companies for installs. We do Alvans installs. We also do Van Compass installs, mainly suspensions, but we also do their other parts as well. And we do CA2 bumpers, and we also do Backwoods bumpers. Uh, we pretty much can install anything exterior-wise, but uh, those are our main focus. So yeah, come on over to Kermavans so we can keep your van on the road and working well. Hey everybody, it's John from OWL, and hopefully many of you know us for our Overland gear and our Sprinter and Storyteller gear. But what you may not know is our installation facilities, OWL Off-Road, run trail runs throughout the year. We did one, a huge one to Brago Springs. We just finished a nice more private one with only about 8 to 10 vans through Big Bear. We're adding another one. We've got Moab coming up, and we've got a few others on the calendar. So if you want to get out, run some actual off-road trails, not just fire roads. Get tech tips on recovery, winch usage, changing a tire, 
or just get out there with other like-minded van folks, drink a good beer, eat a good meal, check out. You can go to our website, go to Owl Events, and we're going to have all of our latest events and some pictures of some past events. They're run by some really, really good, talented guides. And if I'm lucky enough to have the time, you may see me poke my head up on one of these trips in the near future. This is, again, Sean from Owl. Check out our trail runs. Today's tech tip is brought to you by Volta Power Systems. Are you done camping for the year? Make sure you're properly storing your van for the cold. If you leave your coach as is, the Volta Pack will automatically shut off at negative 20 degrees Celsius, equal to negative 4 degrees Fahrenheit, which will force the battery to slowly drain over time, leaving it dead by the time spring comes. To set your van up for success come spring, here's what Volta recommends. Charge your system up to at least 80%. The new touchscreen display makes it easy to see your coach's state of charge. After charging, unplug the vehicle from the power source and turn the system completely off. Now your coach is ready to hibernate until you decide to head out for your next grand adventure. Thanks again for listening to Volta's Tech Tip of the Week. Welcome to another episode of Stow Nation, a production of Park Media. Before I introduce today's guest, Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share, and leave a five-star review. And if you find this podcast useful in any way and want to pay us the ultimate compliment, head on over to our Patreon page where you can subscribe to be a classic, stealth, or beast mode subscriber. Welcome back, Stonation, to the second part of Mercedes-Benz Van Center, Warner's Grand Opening, in which Buck from Volta and David from Van Builders discuss the first ever Master Volta Power System Service Center. We talked about what the qualifications to be a Master Service Center is, how the techs are training up to be Master Certified, the standard in which excellence is measured, and how all this affects you, the storyteller owner. Buck also talks about the known issue of the new 2022 Volta panel system going out and what they're doing to resolve the problem. This is a great first look on what you need to know to better help yourself when it comes to resolving any issues with your Volta power system. So please sit back, relax, and welcome Buck and David and the entire Acorn and Van Builder crew to the Stone Nation family. All right. Well, I'd like to thank Buck and David for coming on to Stone Nation. And, of course, we have Tony Warner, the general manager of uh, the Empire. But, uh, <laughs> anyways. Um, the Van Center. The Van Center. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, but what is really cool and why I want you guys on the uh, podcast is because you guys have the first Master Volta Outfitter Master. Ever. Volta Master, Volta Master Certified, certified Dealer. Oh, Certified Dealer. Excuse me. Okay. So, but anyways, um, Buck, you work for Volta. I know you know Jack very well. Um, can you go into, well, actually, let's start with Tony. Like, how did all this happen? Like, why Mercedes-Benz, Van Center, Warner? It started in a van, like all good things. <laughs> uh, it actually started when we took on the storyteller commitment and uh, just in order to really service the network, we knew that the Volta was one of the, honestly, Volta is what sold me on storyteller, by the way, like as far as the components go, um, 
a lot of great features and storyteller, great package. But like, as far as uh, if I had to identify one single component about the storyteller, that's to me was like, holy cow, they're so far ahead of the market on that. So it started there. And then I was thinking, I'm like, I need to call Andrew and figure out how we're going to make sure we service this thing. Andrew put us in touch with Buck. Buck and I had a quick phone call or emails. We had follow-up calls with David and John. Mm-hmm. And then we met in Flagstaff with Buck and Chris. Correct. And then uh, we started changing, exchanging agreements, learning more about each other. And then uh, we're fortunate to have Buck and Chris out with us and... They got to see our facilities in person, so you're you're experiencing it here <laughs> as a Stone Nation Patreon or future listener or future <laughs> Patreon first. Yes, right. Um, so there's got to be some type of requirements, right? Um, Buck, do you want to go over that of what actually what the requirements are for some. Uh, for a dealership or a shop to be a master Volta service center? So the requirements for a Volta master service center are that you need to be able to service a Volta product. So in this case, we have Storytel Overland that's um, sold by the Warner Group. I'm just addressing Warner Group as the overall. Mm-hmm. We also have uh, the ability to do uh, Volta installations. We have the ability to do Volta repairs or upgrades and we have the ability to service Mercedes-Benz chassis. So in addition to that, also offered in the group of companies is the ability to do upgrades to your van, to sell a van, to buy a van. Basically, it's turnkey service for any Volta customer or any would-be Volta customer, be it primarily in this discussion recreational, but also commercial to come to the series of facilities all very proximately located to each other and get every single facet of service, improvements, sales, upgrades, whatever you need. It's one-stop shopping, one group of people, one way of doing business, one singular experience for our customers. And currently, no one else in the country is doing this that I'm aware of. I might be surprised, but I'm I'm responsible for this sort of thing, and I'm I'm unaware of it. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. <laughs> so does that mean um, Volta Techs will be in that shop? So what that means is that Volta trained technicians will be in that shop. So um, David and Tony have made a commitment to meet this level of expectation within Volta to send people to Holland, Michigan, to be trained. Cool. And so they will actually be trained in our facility the same way we train our own technicians. Mm-hmm. Um, this location will be the first in the country to stock both Volta systems in kit form to be installed either in a van or in a commercial vehicle wow. in a standard format, as well as stocking Volta parts. And they are our first service center to step up to the commitment of stocking Volta parts. So that means if you were a Volta customer previously, if you had a service issue that required a part, it had to be shipped. Mm -hmm. Right now, you would be able to come to Salt Lake City 
and come to one of the Warner companies, depending on whether you had a Mercedes-Benz chassis question or you had a van question at a Storyteller Overland dealership or repair facility, you can go to one group of people and get it taken care of, possibly including the parts. Nice. Of course, availability these days, as everybody has painfully felt, mm -hmm. can be tricky. And, uh, and, and getting all the parts that we have uh, you know, scattered around, uh, firstly to production, but as soon as the supply chain fills back up again, um, Tony and David have committed to carrying a sufficient stock to cover most service needs. And I want to add one more thing in addition that really makes me feel very confident that they have stepped up in every way that they can. In some point quite soon, they're also going to be offering mobile RV service techs. Mm. And these technicians will also be Volta trained. Wow. So this is really unparalleled anywhere else that I'm aware of. We have Volta is very lucky to have some amazing partners. But we don't yet have anyone else who has stepped up in this way to be Mercedes-Benz sales, service, Storyteller Overland sales, service, rental, upgrades, mobile tech, and Volta stocking parts with master certified technicians. It's unparalleled so far. And personally, I am grateful and very, very happy to be involved with this group of folks. Yeah, well, I can say from the community <clears throat> standpoint, you know, I'm out there talking to a lot of people and everyone wants to know when are you going to have regional shops? So this looks like the first step forward of actually being able to have a regional shop where if you have issue with the Volta system, you can get it fixed Right. and actually talk to someone in person. Indeed. And Volta, of course, has a goal of doing that more, but it does take a serious commitment to do this. There is a significant investment that the Warners have decided to make in both training people, taking on our product line, and making an investment in parts and service to be able to provide this to their customers. What's the ETA on being able to utilize this new service? As I said earlier, right now, all parts are focused on supplying our OEMs to keep them successfully building. Mm -hmm. So right now, part supplies are very difficult to come by with some components. But we'll be working with the folks uh, at the various Warner companies, either on the Mercedes side or on the, uh, the Acorn and Van Builder side, to supply them componentry to fill out their parts inventory as we're able to do that. But our first commitment is right now to our OEM manufacturers and servicing those folks who already have Storyteller or Volte equipped vehicles on the road now. So they're our first priority. Okay. Um, so do you guys, um, David, do you have some people at Volta right now getting trained or what's the timeline on that? Uh, we have people who are scheduled to go out. Um, Volta is constantly introducing new products uh, and they're in the process of just formalizing uh, that training to make it available. And so as soon as that's available, we'll be included with their first round of training. And so we're looking forward to that. We'll have at least two people going out for that. Um, and, you know, they're, they're speaking to kind of the commitment part there is uh, we are providing people who are uh, trained with electrical backgrounds. Um, most of those are have or are in the process of getting their um, RVIA uh, training and certification. Um, 
we just implemented recently the additional training uh, for our people and the access for them to move to the next level in that training. And uh, we've just had meetings with people who are helping us find kind of the best top-notch people uh, in that electrical uh, to give them a career path uh, and, uh, and an opportunity uh, because we see this as a huge opportunity, mm-hmm. uh, not only for the existing customers, but there is a growing uh, market out there for this product that uh, is going to uh, have a demand. And our interest is stepping up to provide the resources to meet that demand. So there's a physical and a human resource element to that that we're looking to work and I, to provide. I might mention when David and I were discussing the technicians that would go, Yeah, one of the things that was heavy on our minds was the gravity of meeting the quality standards that Volta sets. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to miss the opportunity to, to talk about this. So when you talk about the ISO compliance systems, I don't reference the numbers very often because the people don't understand ISO. It means well, what a, is ISO? a lot to them. I'm, I'm going to give the layman's term. Okay, yeah. Break it <laughs> down then, with crayons for and me, And then these, <laughs> these, two, these two engineers are much more suited to give you the details. My, my layman's version is it's a quality and management control system to ensure that the intended experience of the customer is delivered consistently and if and when it is not there are systems in place to automatically correct that Hmm. on a continual basis so it's a commitment to to continuous improvement and to meeting the highest known standards that's that's my layman's version pretty good there you go i would take it nice i like it okay so that's a big deal because when they go get their training they're not getting on the job, good luck, see you later training. Yeah. They're getting ISO documented training to show that they did their part to provide the necessary training. And if it doesn't work, it's not on them, yeah. it's on us. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we've had our first um, Buck smiling because he got me on camera and on <laughs> audio saying that. So if it doesn't work, it's on us. <laughs> No, it's a partnership, my friend. That's, it's I might have another episode of what happened to Warner. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the demise the of demise. the Warner Van Center. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow. <laughs> no, but but to that point and that level of commitment and working together, um, we're we're not fully functional yet with parts and pieces and our trainings coming up. But we've had uh, uh, one situation come over to our facility, and they said, "Well." you're going to be the partner soon. You know, here's, here's a, here's an STO that has an issue we need to address. And our first time, our first experience, and uh, they've been very gracious and going, okay, it's a little ahead of the curve, but in working with their engineers, they were accessible. They stayed on, they went through the diagnosis with us and we determined what the issue was. And it was fantastic to work with. We, we have no, we have, it's an unparalleled vendor in uh, getting to the identification you heard it right. and the the the, uh, the diagnosis. Did I miss something? No, no, it's because I was politely corrected to not say fantastic, to say fantastic with the recording that I just did with Andrew and Tony mm-hmm. and uh, it comes and, from uh, David. Lance, so. it comes from me. No, it doesn't. That's his trademark. Oh. Maybe. I, your, I frequently use fantastic. <laughs> well, I like it. I'm going to steal it, but okay. I'll give you credit. How about that? <laughs> Do it. It's yours. <laughs> so it sounds like you guys definitely have a good roadmap and a trajectory to what and how to be able to get this up and running. So 
my next question is is when can I actually when will all this come to fruition when can someone actually make an appointment with you so well, I, I, I should probably I'd let like Buck take this I'm, one I'm going to step in here okay currently our commitment with um, with the Warner Group right now is that we will support their technicians and mind you they have skillful RVIA training and or trained and or just in general skilled technicians available if they encounter a Volta issue we have a full-time staff of internal field service engineers whose entire dedication is to supporting dealers and now because of the wait times and difficulty in getting service in the RV industry and the scarcity of parts we're actually supporting retail customers through this service that we provide to our dealers because too many customers can't get help so Volta stepped up and decided to take on the ability to speak to retail customers, which previously in earlier years we didn't do. We asked you to go back to your OEM dealer, but right now that's just not possible. So the opportunity that Warner has right now is the ability to utilize those field service engineers, as David told you they did in that previous service call. So as they're ready and willing to do it, we're ready to support them until all of the training is completed. So part of the reason that training is delayed is Volta is just in the process of rolling out their next generation systems, controls, and interfaces. And that new product is called Flex. And I'm proud to say that Storyteller Overland was the launch customer for that product. Um, the customer sees exactly the same experience. It's principally a change in the capabilities of diagnostics and behind-the-scenes work, let's just call it. And so we wanted to complete all of our training documentation so that when the Warner folks come out, we can be sure to give them comprehensive training and documentation, which is now completed as of last week. Oh, the OEM, uh, OEM next version of the manual is complete. Um, and give them the kind of training they need to meet the commitment to their customers. In between now and then, Anybody who Warner is willing to take in as a Volta customer who needs service, our field service engineering team will support Warner. Okay. So essentially, there's no waiting. When will they be fully trained? That's really on Volta right now to finish that training program. I can tell you that Warner is first in line. They've, they've made a strong commitment to get folks there, and it takes a week. It's, it is not a quick training. It takes a week, and there's a lot to it. There's testing, proficiency requirements, um, and Volta is very particular. And this group will do more than most service centers have ever been allowed to do before because of their commitment to training and service. So this will be a unique experience for a storyteller customer to come here because it truly will be one-stop shopping. Nice. Yeah. One of the things I'd exciting. like to add to that is that there are there are several levels of training that um, that Volta offers, and you kind of got to earn and develop and grow into the next one. And so we're committed to get through all of them. Uh, but uh, uh, those initial ones uh, will be the first ones out of the out of the bag, uh, and then we'll be working to get to the next ones after that, which would be a, sec a separate trip and probably longer training from what we understand. Um, but that'll be a process for us to bring in the full capabilities. Uh, we're anticipating that we'll be able to get there by the end of the year is what I'm hoping for that full level of training. 
because really that last training element was what will enable us to get to the mobile part of having those people trained to be able to handle the whole spectrum of work uh, on, a, on a mobile basis. Gotcha. Were you going to say something? Uh, I was just going to mention one of the interesting elements that this brings to the van center is Acorn is what's called an expert upfitter. And the quick and dirty version of that is Mercedes has a program with very specific standards of things you can and can't do. But one of the key components of being an expert upfitter is that you support other expert upfitters within the network. The idea being that you truly add value to the vans. You're not just adding product and diminishing the value of the vans. So to me, this is a very natural fit. It was one of the things that was enticing to us as well was that when we talked to Mercedes about partnering with Volta, David, do you remember the words that they said? I don't remember the exact words. Share so with the this. phrase that stuck with me coming yeah. from David was anything that they do, we fully endorse, which that that's a huge endorsement in my mind. And Buck, I think that's something you and your team should be proud of. And that's something we want to affiliate ourselves with. And I think as consumers begin to, as these vans start to age, the value of the expert upfit, upfitter program will manifest itself, right? As incorrect penetrations are made and they're not coded correctly, as wiring is not calculated and engineered correctly, yes. those those things will start to manifest themselves and it'll look like, why did my van fall apart so fast? Why is my van so rusty? Why are those vans not rusty? Those, those, those things will begin to manifest themselves and show through. And that's where we're more than excited to be a part of the, that program with yes. the expert upfitters and with Volta. And I might also add, while there's a heavy Mercedes focus, uh, our history is in Ford, and we're looking forward to inviting the, the LT crowd, and I'm assuming eventually the uh, GXV crowd into the scene, and we, I'm really excited about both of those things. So... Yeah, I, I just don't want anyone to feel excluded. Yeah, in in this conversation, um, whether it's Mercedes or whether it's uh, Ford, it'll be the same mix of work for us in supporting uh, supporting the customers with the Volta system. So it'll be irrespective of who the manufacturer is. It will be Volta product and uh, and capabilities. So and one last a, thing a along that line, range. yeah, uh, we have a pretty solid relationship with many of the local RV dealers many of which are providing other uh, RVs with Volta systems. Yeah. So, so we like look forward. So like Winnebago can come in and like the Travato could come in and Correct. get service with you guys? Yeah. So basically our, 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 our commitment and expectation is that all things Volta could come through and that we could go service is our ultimate goal. So truly our commitment is not just a storyteller commitment with Volta. It's a commitment to Volta and everything that Volta supports. Yeah, it, it'll be beginning with really the storyteller crowd. Uh, yeah, that, that's and this kind of community. the launch. But right, and it will it will continue through through that community, but it will be broadened to include everything Volta. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, on a side tangent, Buck, I wanted to ask you real quick, and we talked about this before we started, but I have one last question for you. Um, there seems to be a little glitch on the touch screen with the new 2022 uh, storytellers. 
Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, it's a, it's an unfortunate problem that has been discovered with um, a few of the touchscreens, not all of them, but we're aware of every single example that's been reported to either Storyteller or ourselves directly where the screen will fall asleep but fail to wake up again. Um, we are aware of the problem, the manufacturer is aware of the problem, and we are flying engineers to Storyteller this coming week to attempt to debug that problem in situ. In other words, in a van while it's happening. So the screen manufacturer's engineering team, we're, we're waiting to hear, but we expect that they will commit. But Volta Engineering at the highest level has committed and will be at Storyteller Overland headquarters. I'm sorry, intergalactic headquarters <laughs> next week to determine root cause and get an immediate solution. And through through all of the un, unfortunate issues that have resulted from supply chain issues, inferior product, um, just marginal quality issues that have affected everybody everywhere, Volta will continue to the best of its ability to quickly and transparently address every one of these things that pops up. And one thing we kind of learned yesterday that isn't yet verified but one one group of of kind folks called chad and paul <laughs> discovered that if the screen falls asleep and won't wake up again if you shine a flashlight on the bottom of the screen from left to right it'll wake up again oh uh, weird i have a video of this happening That's so crazy. i i just learned about this this morning <laughs> i've sent it off to our engineers over the weekend um, it got a lot of startled reactions from our engineers going, are That's you awesome. kidding me? So um, that, that might be an exciting workaround temporarily wow. for folks. So, the so other thing I can tell you just quickly is that I know that if you set the screen to not fall asleep, mm -hmm. so if you go into the backlighting settings and you tell it don't fall asleep but set it at the dimmest setting, it actually will stay working. Okay. Um, and like and the image a, won't get burned in if it sits no, for a while? No, it's a okay. TFT screen. That okay. won't happen. But um, suffice to say that that every single person who's having an issue with this will absolutely be addressed as quickly as humanly possible. Yeah, well, I believe you because I've seen it happen before. I, I'm just curious to know how they found out about the flashlight thing. So I, I kind of wonder. I, I wonder it's I wanna amazing what, what happens when you situation? shine a little light on the situation. <laughs> I think actually, and I did ask that question, we would need to ask the gentleman, but I believe that it was dark in the van and they wanted to check the SOC and neither of them had their phone handy, but next to the bed there was a flashlight and they shined it over there because when the screen falls asleep like that, the image is actually still there. If you took a flashlight oh. or a bright light and you shine it on, on the screen on an angle from the side, you can see everything and if mm. you touch it, it will work. Um, but in that in that process, it lit up and they thought, wait a minute, <laughs> what is this? And they could recreate the... Absolutely, the, I have a video of it. It's, oh, wow. it's absolutely recreatable. Now, is that limited to Chad and Paul's van or other vans? Don't know yet. Mm, um, that's I, weird. I, unfortunately, the vans here all work correctly, and I, I wasn't able to find one where it was occurring. But I, I do have some other folks that I know are storyteller customers who are patiently and kindly waiting for this resolution. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, I cannot say how grateful I am for the greater storyteller family and storyteller nation for being so kind and so patient and so willing to work with us to try to get them solutions as rapidly as we humanly can do. Yeah, well, we know that you guys are busting your butts over there, so I think you know, we definitely appreciate that, especially with 
you know, what's going on in the world these days. Um, I got, I don't know. This can is I, just can a I just cur- point something out really well, quick? Well, hang on. I got a quick question, though. This is just an idea. If you have the Bluetooth module, the screen goes out. Can you use the phone app to check everything? Absolutely. Okay. So yeah. to that my could understanding, be like nobody's had that issue, right? And you okay. can do that, but I don't. I, I feel like I don't want to require people to have to go that extra step. Mm-hmm. We we certainly understand this is an intended and understood part of how the system should function. Mm-hmm. It's a basic. It should be there. It should work, and we're going to make good on it. Okay. It's just gonna. The thing about Volta is we are a family of engineers, and we need to determine root cause. We need to be as sure as we can. We need to find a solution, and we need to test the solution. And unfortunately, those steps take time. Right. Um, if we wing it and we send it out, it could end up frustrating people even further mm-hmm. and, and creating more you know, unhappiness with a product that didn't perform the way that it should have. And I, I think lastly, I'd like to comment that truly and honestly, everyone at Volta feels all of this when it happens. We feel terrible when it happens, and we do work literally day and night and literally over the weekend trying to get the solution fixed as quickly as we can. And I think probably everybody loves to say that. Come visit us in Holland, Michigan. You can find out. We really do do that. Yeah. No, I believe you. And I think that's what sets you guys apart in regards to that because I think it's one thing to have a glitch like that and just be like, okay, yeah, we're working on it. But unlike, I'm not going to name any companies, but you know, they'll say, yeah, we're working on it. And then it's like three months passes and it's like no word. And you're like, what in the world? But I know with you, because I've had issues with my system, just, you know, firsthand, like you guys really do everything you can, which is astonishing considering how many units you have out there. So, I mean, totally kudos to you. I don't know how y'all do it, but please don't ever stop. <laughs> they work day and night. <laughs> it's very kind well, of I mean, you to say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all, of the, all of the members of the Volta family, and we really are a family, we're a small town group of folks. We work hard and we are so grateful for the opportunity to be in Storytellers as the standard feature and to be in the, the premier adventure van that has gone from an idea to leading the segment in three years' time is done because of people first, but product second. Mm-hmm. And all of those things together create community which is how we all find ourselves visiting together here today. Yeah, I love so it. So we, we understand the gravity of the situation, and our gratefulness knows no bound. Well, thank you very much, Buck. I appreciate it. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Did you have something else, Tony? I, th- I think the two of you hit on what I was okay. going to point out, that just that you have a manufacturer taking time to reach out to the customers, not just individually, but collectively as well. Mm-hmm. And that they're intimately aware of the details of their product and that they're actively working on resolutions, not just to fix the current issues, but to, it goes back to what I said about ISO like that. You just saw my, my version of ISO was nothing compared to what you just heard. Yeah. Right. Like my, you just experienced what ISO means. Yeah. The other thing I'll mention, because you brought up ISO a couple of times, um, uh, Volta is uh, becoming an ISO 9001 certified company. Uh, 14,001. 14,001 uh, currently. 9001 is impending. What so, does that mean? So let me let me just finish the rest of the introduction oh, okay. and explain a little bit. <laughs> um, and uh, Acorn Van is, uh, as, as Tony had mentioned, is a uh, Mercedes expert upfitter. Um, in that expert 
upfitter program, one of the requirements is to have a quality system. And in the manual, it says, we recommend you be ISO 9001, uh, have a quality system that's ISO 9001. Um, or there's this laundry list of all the systems and processes that you need to have in place. So Acorn is, Acorn Vans is uh, also uh, ISO 9001 compliant company. And uh, so the systems are the same. There's a 40-page document that sounds like it's really thin, but basically every word and phrase and paragraph have um, uh, established meaning and implication of the terminology. And it covers the full spectrum. Uh, the unique thing that if you say, oh, it's a quality program, I'm going to put a sticker on it. Well, by the way, you don't put a sticker on quality. It's actually the process that Tony mentioned about is the, the ability to reproduce a quality product, right? So you're saying, I'm going to commit to deliver this. That system of quality is going to produce that consistently or improve upon it continually. Which I would add takes time. And so it does if, take if time. you're getting an instant quote on something, chances are they've actually already mastered it or they have no idea what they're doing. They're just trying to complete the transaction right so the the unique thing about is uh, um, ISO 9001 is that 9001 there are a number of standards 9002 and 7 and all kinds uh, but 9001 is actually the highest it's actually an international standard um, that uh, was developed uh, for companies to compete on a common platform and understanding and definition hmm. of what's required. But the unique thing about 9001 is that uh, it can include everything within the scope. And the biggest challenge to a quality program is uh, in manufacturing and in engineering. And what you don't see behind or in front, what we see behind the scenes, is that that is a, uh, a very... Uh, comprehensive and thorough effort in the design process and the verification validation and just in the development and the implementation of it and those two pieces are really huge and where Volta is a legitimate uh, company that builds stuff right they are a manufacturer it is it is it is thorough complete and there's nothing left out you know, it's uh, the real commit. It's the commitment of all commitments. It it even includes accounting as far as it touches the customer. Hmm. Okay, so although it doesn't go into tax filing and things like that, although you can take it that far, ISO does say it is customer focused, and everything that the customer experiences is included in that quality program. So if a customer says, you know, it's a painful, I can't, my, my invoice isn't right, or, you know, I don't have the right uh, 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 instruction manual, all of those things are pointing at the customer. So all those are included in an ISO quality program. So it really is more than what people think in, oh, they got a quality program, good. I expect quality. But the depth of what an ISO 9000 program is is absolutely comprehensive. Yep. And the fact that they have a 14001 includes both bookends to everything that a manufacturer could do to establish I th I themselves. I think what it all equates to and what I see, like I watch this, right? When, when customers have issues, I'm frequently made aware of them. And what I see is when an issue arises, it is not defense, right? It's very standard in a startup or a small company for the company to go into defense and say the customer's wrong. Mm -hmm. The opposite happens when I watch David or you heard 
buck. The opposite happens is it's an acknowledgement of the issue and then it triggers an investigation which triggers process changes, right? If they did something wrong, they're not hiding behind what went wrong. They're going to walk you through what the issue was, what their plan is to fix it, and then they're going to go back to their team and what are we going to do about this going forward so we don't have to deal with this again. We have better things to do. Right. Right, and that that's a big difference. And I think it's important that the consumers learn about this because as I've watched as well, a lot of them think that the non-immediate admittance of fault is taken as a defense, but it's quite the opposite. It's, I hear you, I'm going to go investigate, follow through, get all the answers I need so I can come back and give you a full assessment and a plan of action to resolve this. And that upsets a lot of customers and they're really missing out on the potential value that could be added in that interaction because they're actually shaping product future development when the company is ISO committed. So I'd like to add to that, that the the ISO 9001 and ISO 14001 for Volta is making good on our commitment to power without compromise. So power without compromise at Volta in part means that the foundations of how we behave, how we build our product, how we develop and further advance our product is all in a prescribed manner that helps us make our commitment to power without compromise. So these are ISO 9001 and ISO 14001, super important because they are the standards by which excellence is measured. But our, our claim of automotive grade isn't a claim. We are, like you guys, making real investments in engineering, in ISO, in our automotive manufacturing processes, in the way that we handle issues when they come up. From start to finish, it is automotive grade, and that is the very foundation of power without compromise. And that is the Volta family's commitment to our customers and our partners. I love it. I love it. Ah, I'm so glad I have a storyteller. The fun part is, again, you don't get the fast, rapid answer fix, which I think a lot of people want and expect. Yeah, it's, and it's frustrating, it's, and we know it that. Is frust- but, it's but frustrating it for us yeah. not to be able to deliver that. Yeah. But in order for us to really resolve the issue, there's a process. So part of the fun of the Van Center is if we know that it's going to take time and you have an urgent need, we have means to get you back up and running again through our rental program or to give you an assessment and say, this is something we probably can't resolve today. Can we spend X hours diagnosing the issue so that we can make sure we're following or allowing you to make the decisions you need? And then maybe we schedule a follow-up appointment. So I just hope that the the listeners or the consumers understand that there's no intent to delay a resolve or information. It's actually quite the opposite. It's to provide very accurate, very educated <clears throat> feedback and resolution to your issues. And that takes time. So our, our goal in, in this is that as, as your, uh, the STO uh, nation, if they're coming in, and we have product, and it's a known fix. We're trying to shorten that uh, that time frame down to resolving the issue. 
but there is a process to uh, find root causes. Right. We're, to, dis- to we're describing them. the, the right. new issues, right? right? The known issues, hopefully we can make right. the repair or replace the part right. by stocking the part and having the, the training. Right. But the unknown issues are always a challenge. Yeah. And unfortunately, sometimes you're the first one. Right. One of the benefits to this relationship is the ability to have the expertise and the commitment that Warner brings to the van community that if a new issue is discovered here, we have trained, experienced, trusted Volta technicians on site who can certainly contribute to a much faster root cause identification and potentially a much faster resolution. So there, there is no substitution for commitment to training and process. And um, just to, to buttress what you said, it, it really does take training and commitment. And Volta is, for better or worse, not going to, not going to toss out a quick solution. It just doesn't work out. So I would add also experience, right? So as we, exactly. this is new. We're, we're new to Storyteller but we're learning. It's a steep learning curve, but that's not new to us. Steep learning curves aren't new to us, and we will face it, and we'll get through it. And I think having storytellers in our rental fleet, we're going to get the widest possible variety of users making the widest variety of mistakes and running into the widest variety, therefore running into the widest variety of issues. Indeed. And the challenge is going to be, I can just imagine customers coming in saying, haven't you read the forums? Haven't you read the forums? And I'm going to say, I apologize. I have not. And I don't expect my team to read the forums because I want to go to the source and we need to get the knowledge for ourselves. And the way that someone else describes the issue relative to the way we're trained and the way that Volta wants us to resolve the issue may be different. And we want to make sure we're doing it correctly. So we're open to... The feedback, but at the same time, we're also committed to following the program and the protocol to protect and preserve the warranty and the quality of the product and the expectations that the consumers have and that Volta sets for the market. Well, that's very reassuring. I think uh, a lot of people will appreciate hearing this and the mechanisms in place that, you know, aren't known, publicly known, you know, because you don't go around just saying, hey, you know, I'm 9001, what's up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You know, you don't do that. So it's very good. I'm glad that you guys talked about it because it just gives more reassurance of whatever ends up happening, the end product is that your product will be fixed correctly. (laughs) We're in it together. Yes. All good things started in a van. All good things start in advance. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys' time today. Um, I like to end every podcast with the infamous question. I won't have you do it because you just did it a little bit ago, but I'll go ahead and start with David. Uh, what does I it mean? I think you got to go buck because David hasn't heard this yet, or he may not have heard this yet. Yes, I may not have. Sorry. Go I, ahead. I, you I, can I ask ruined me. your punchline. I'm so rude. I'm sorry. It's okay. Let's put David on the spot. Okay. No I'm going to go with David first. Right. But uh, what does it mean for you to be part of the Stonation community? You know, I was introduced to the uh, uh, storyteller with a visit down to their facility, and uh, I was thoroughly impressed. I've been around custom manufacturing and custom engineering most of my life, uh, business professional life, and uh, really impressed with the community that was uh, that that it is, um, 
not only from a product standpoint, but just from the, the promotion and the opportunity, the events, uh, the support that, uh, that that community has. And so I I was kind of sucked into the emotional side of it first, uh, and then quickly... He's not a very emotional guy, by the way. <laughs> and then, He's an engineer. And then, this is true, IR one, yes. Um, uh, and then shortly after that, I got invited to you know be able to see on the, the manufacturing side and, the, and a little bit of... Uh, a little bit under the hood of uh, what they were doing. Uh, and they have a great system, a great process, uh, hugely committed. Um, and I think what kind of cemented both sides of that together was uh, it's a fun, it's a fun place. It's a, it's a fun venture. Uh, it's fun to participate. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. All right, Buck, you ready? Yes, what's your question? <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going with David because I want to give you a better heads up. Come on now, there's nothing left. He took all of it. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Buck, what does it mean for you to be part of this donation community? Personally, I would say that it's all relationship. And what I appreciate most about Stonation truly is the relationships that I have been fortunate enough to form, both individually as a person. I've been an RVer for more years than I care to say, but let's just say it's more than 30. And I've enjoyed many different communities within the, the greater RV family, if you will. None more involved, none more openly giving, none more truly concerned with each other and each other's well-being than this group. It's wildly inspiring to be part of a group of people who interact and behave that way with each other. It's positive. It's affirming. You want to go to the events. You want to be around the people. It's, it just, it's got such a strong draw for me to come to these. And I'm sorry, because that really is kind of selfish. But it's just always enjoyable. And I, I was surprised last night. Several people showed up at, at the grand opening event in ribbon cutting here at uh, the Mercedes Van Center Warner in Salt Lake City. And I was just thrilled to see friends I didn't expect to see. And I think that's the best example I can give you. Well, that's, that's fantastic. That's a great way to end the podcast. So thank you, Buck, for coming on. And David, <clears throat> thanks for coming on. And of course, Tony, thanks for Thank you for on. having us. Yeah, yeah exactly. of course. Thanks. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be the first appointment here in a second. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, my, my system works great. You know, obviously, knock on wood. But, anyways, but no, thank you seriously for your time, and it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Thank, thank you. you. It's my pleasure. Appreciate it. Stone Nation is a production of Park Media. The executive producer is Young Wa Kim. The audio engineer is Stephen Grasso. The marketing director is Guillaume Golson. The original music and artists is done by Jason Walsmith. The sound designer is Lorenzo Indriano. And the webmaster is Punctured. Without any of these people, this podcast couldn't happen. So a big, huge thank you. And a big, huge thank you to you, the listener. If you like this episode, please don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a five-star review. This is Young Wall with Stone Nation, and I can't wait to share the road with you.